Hello, everyone, and welcome to another awesome interview here with Squared Circle Sirens. It is me, Dennis, heel Dennis, as you may know, um, and I am here with the wonderful Scott. Hello. And we have a really awesome guest today, um, somebody who's really been kind of trailblazing over the West Coast, um, which is always exciting to see in a new area. Um, we are here with the one, the only, the wonderful Heather Monroe. Heather, thank you so much for joining us. Hello. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. All right. So we're going to kick it right off. Um, and Heather, we really want to kind of take it back first in the beginning. So okay. why don't you kind of tell us what got you into wrestling uh, in the first place? So I was the ripe age of 11 when I decided to start watching wrestling because there was like a group of guys that I hung out with that watched it. So I was like always girl running with the boys kind of thing. And we would have our pay-per-view parties and we would trampoline wrestle. And so I kind of got into it around then watching Lita and the Hardy Boys and uh yeah i just fell in love with it from there and have, i've always i've been a fan ever since you know kind of went off and on through high school when i was like angsty and all that and then i uh, found it again a couple years ago and fell back in love with it so then what were kind of your inspirations um while you were doing all that that really got you to want to completely kind of jump in head first in the business um so lita was my big idol like growing up i watched her and i was like i want to do that i know i can do that and then i was i came out to la from iowa and i was doing the acting thing and i just isn't my it's not my thing like i don't i didn't like doing the auditions and all that kind of stuff and so i started watching total divas and i was like (laughs) oh my god i remember how much fun this was and how much i loved wrestling and i started watching wrestling again like more and more i had always caught it here and there up to that point but watching total divas i was like you know what i think i can do this and so i signed up like the next week with santino bros and got going what made you pick santino bros as the as the place for you to to kind of kick start your training uh the main thing was so i just found them on google pretty much fair enough then uh, yeah, but then what they had offered, uh, opposed to some of the other places, was, like, incremented, like, courses, so you didn't have to pay a full big fee right off the bat. You could do, like, this much for this course, and then it was like, okay, well, if I'm terrible at it or if I hate it, I don't have to spend all this money and fail, you know what I mean? And they also offered private courses, and so I originally was like, I'm just going to do a private course and see if I like it, but then I, like wanted to do it so bad that I just signed up for the beginner's course and it's probably the best decision I've ever made. Yeah. It's nice to be able to find something that just kind of fits what you're looking for, especially, you know, if you're kind of not really sure it's going to be for you committing big right. at the beginning is that would be a scary thing. Yeah. And St. James is what like the best school for, for me, for sure. It's like a big family and I never felt like, they didn't think I was going to succeed. Like there's just super positive energy there. And I think that that really helps help me actually succeed. Heather, when did you first start training with Santino brothers? Uh, it was September of 2014 would have been when I started. Okay. And so you started in September, 2014. When did you have your first match? 
Um, so I kind of had a weird process. So in June of 2015, I had my first like student showcase match. And that was with like two guys that I had been training with since the beginning, uh, guy cool. And then a guy that no longer wrestles. And, um, then my actual first match was October of 2015. And then like the next day I went on tour with Pussifer. Whoa, that was quick. <laughs> yeah. So it was kind of like, a, uh, well, okay, well you're going to go on this tour. We have to kind of get you out there and you can have your first real match before we get going. That's pretty exciting though, to be really one match in and already signed to a big tour. Yeah, I got really lucky because I got that uh, in, I think it was July or August of that year, and we kind of, we rehearsed for months, and uh, it was just more than I could have even asked for, for like numerous reasons, just the experience in general, and I think for me, it gave me confidence and gave me a ring awareness and all this stuff that I would have gotten otherwise, but... I kind of got it, like, fast-tracked because I was doing five nights a week of wrestling. On that note, you, you talked about Pussifer. Um, what was that experience like, especially just jumping right in? It was really cool. It Like, getting to be in front of, like, 2,000 to 3,000 people every night was more than I could have asked for right off the bat. And just the experience, the band was so cool. Every The whole crew was awesome. Like, I loved every minute of it and we just got to explore the united states europe australia it was just an experience that i didn't expect to be as great as it was now one of the first things that i really kind of got your name the very first time was with rise um and you know we had done um, a wonderful interview with you for the site uh, previously and one of the things that i was super impressed with was even the match that you had posted on youtube um to get out the card that you that the fans had voted as one of the best matches. Um, kind of take us through your experience on that um, and having the fans support you right off the bat like that. Yeah, that was a really awesome experience. I I loved that match with Ruby that I had posted to get uh, the match of my career uh, was also just like a great match for me because it was my home place and, and Ruby is someone I wrestle a lot. And then uh, to have people have eyes on me and like support me enough like that made me feel really good going into rise. Uh, and that was also a really cool experience, uh, that I, I would love to do again. <laughs> Can you talk just a little bit about like with rise, it w it was their very first show. There was, I mean, Kevin Harvey, you know, he's, he's been around the business for a long time, but there was nothing to go off of. So what was it about rise that really, intrigued you enough to to get in on the ground level of that shimmer is my one of my big goals in wrestling i would i want to be on shimmer i think it's such an awesome platform for women and to, for them to actually showcase what they're capable of so i have always loved shimmer that's like all that i watched in college was women's wrestling and i i really wanted that opportunity to get on shimmer pretty much and like be seen by people there you got you got through rise you know you had the you were one of the top two match of my careers against it was you and kate carney on the rise show and then you were able to work a sparkle match for i think it was the sunday shimmer pre-show 
Um, while that's not the official Shimmer card, um, how was that for you? It was really good. It was it was like a vote of confidence type situation where it's like, you know, there were other girls there that didn't get that match, and so I was really happy to have it. And Sonia Strong was really good. It was nice to be able to – just that whole weekend was nice to be able to meet all these women that I'd never – Met. I had seen some of their stuff, but like being able to wrestle people that you've never wrestled before is kind of terrifying and awesome all in one at one time. So it was that was good to be able to wrestle someone else and kind of have that vote of confidence that I did a good job that weekend. I, I think that that's absolutely accurate. I mean, seeing what you did, I, there's no surprise that you got that vote of confidence. I mean, I was definitely impressed with everything that I've seen. Thank um, you. But I think that you also had another huge vote of confidence. Uh, because if I do remember correctly, I believe I saw you on an episode of Raw. Oh, yes. <laughs> so, why can you miss it? That <laughs> experience, though, and what it was like um, going against Nia Jax um, and being on Raw. It was so great. I was nervous and anxious the whole time because the segment was, like, at the end of the show. And so I knew, like, as soon as I got there, uh, me and another girl got in the ring and they you know, saw what they wanted to see and decided on me. And then from that point forward, I had to wait so many hours, <laughs> so many hours to get there. Uh, but once I was in the ring or even when I stepped out onto the ramp with the rest, it was awesome to just like take it all in and hear people saying my name and that kind of stuff, because it was like my, you know, my crowd that people see me in indie shows there and that kind of stuff. And so it, I immediately felt at ease as soon as I was out there, but, and, and in the ring, the experience was good. You know, she's bigger than you think she is in real life, honestly. And she's, she's no joke. So how did that opportunity even come out that you were even going into the ring for that little tryout part beforehand? Um, so I had been contacted by John Cone to do extra work pretty much through them. And then once you get there, sometimes they have tryout matches. I had been there before, and I literally sat in catering the whole time. So it kind of just depends on the day and what they need, and it's very WWE, as you would expect it kind of thing, where it's like anything could happen. <laughs> sure. Um, so it was. I, I thought maybe I'd come for two more days and just sit in catering, but as soon as I got there, they're like, you need to put your workout clothes on right now. And I was like, oh, my God, okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll do it. Okay, yeah. And then... Uh, yeah, so it just kind of happened right away like that. But the last time that I was there, we didn't do anything. We didn't even do tryout matches on SmackDown or anything, which is what they normally do. Let's go back to talking. Your your independent work, you're primarily based in California. Um, yeah, there's been some big names that have come out of the California scene. Um, Candice LeRae got her start there. Um, Cheerleader yeah. Melissa worked out there. Sarah Del Rey worked out there. What is it? What's it like being a women's wrestler in California? I think so. When I first started, there's there wasn't that many of us, and all those girls that you just talked about are not in California anymore. Or right. you know what I mean? Like the the big people that had been around aren't around anymore as much. So uh, we're kind of starting fresh, and I think the talent pool right now is building, and uh, it's been nice to kind of hone my craft here and all of that, but there is a lot more uh, women in different areas. So it's kind of wrestling a lot of the same girls a lot of the time, which can be good and bad. Yeah, and we're seeing 
you know, we're starting to see some some all, a lot a lot more all women shows pop up in California. We've seen some stuff with Sabotage and and AWS and um, there's the Lady Luck tournament. So I mean, it seems like it's starting to grow. Um, given that there isn't really any super big names from the indie scene that's out there right now, I mean, you're kind of one of the one one of the bigger names out there. What what's that like for you? Oh, I. Well, that's pretty great. I, like that. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it's kind of like I said, it's like we're we're wrestling like the same people a lot, so it doesn't feel like that to me. Uh, because I'm, I mean, I'm wrestling like Hudson Envy. She's huge. Ruby Ray's. It's she's gonna blow up. Like Shotzi. Like all these girls that are are starting to really like make their mark or have made their mark, and I I'm just trying to get on their level, you know. What especially would be kind of your big goal, maybe say within the next six months to a year, especially in California, what would you love to have happen? Um, I would love to be able to be on the East Coast more, um, and Shimmer is always right there. That's my goal right now, Shimmer. Um, And just, yeah, kind of being around on the East Coast more and a little more known out there. One of the things that we see you're doing quite a bit um, out on the East Coast is teaming up with Laura James. Um, yeah. What? How did how did that start, and what what's it like teaming with her? Uh, well, Laura was on the second tour with me, so we met doing Pussifer, and it was like we were long lost sisters. We are the exact same person. We have like the same stupid humor. And so teaming with her just came super natural. And um, when we get in the ring, we just were, we just have fun. So teaming with her is always something I want to do more and more of. And we're really trying. Uh, everyone, Killer Bays, uh, it's probably more fun for me sometimes than just singles matches, just because you can just be, I can just be stupid with her, and it's it's fun. So and we get to throw people into butts. <laughs> what else did you ask for? Exactly. Um, so, can you kind of talk more about how um, working in the killer base has kind of developed more of Heather Monroe in the ring um, and that character that you developed? Because we're seeing a lot of it on Twitter, which is super exciting. How have you kind of seen that develop? Yeah, I mean, I I think I came into wrestling because I had watched so much Shimmer and like all these awesome killer women. I was like, I have to be serious. I have to be super serious all the time. And when I started tagging with Laura, I kind of realized, oh, I can be a good wrestler and be funny and, like, have fun. It doesn't have to be really serious all the time for me because, for me, my confidence, I think, comes from being able to be loose and funny and that kind of stuff. So it really helps me become more confident with that. And I've Especially at the Santino shows, I totally feel like I let my freak flag fly in those, in those matches, and I, I just have a lot of fun. Talk a little bit about Sabotage, if you will. Um, we're, seeing, we're seeing their shows a lot more. There, there's a lot more notoriety um, coming with those shows. So what's it like working with them and, and the women's shows that they've been doing? Sabotage is for sure one of the most supportive environments that I've been in in wrestling. Uh, they are so, they just want everyone to succeed, and I think that's so important for wrestling in general. 
but in women's wrestling, sometimes that's hard. So sabotage is giving me a platform to be myself and get those like kind of awesome, like hard hitting matches that I've wanted, uh, and give me a supportive platform. And they, they're just awesome. I can't say enough good things about them. What has, what kind of started that relationship with sabotage and, and how is, I mean, like Scott mentioned, they've really been getting a lot of notoriety. How did that whole relationship kind of start? Well, I wrestled Thunder Rosa and I've, you know, kind of seen her around. She's more uh, Northern California than me, so I didn't, don't see her that often. But her and her husband uh, run it. And so they had met me. They had seen me work. She knew I could do lucha. And so on the first Sabotage show, she wanted to put, she was like, I need someone that can, like, do lucha well with this actual lucha format. And so that's when they, like, thought of me and thought I would do really well at that, which was an honor because I was super new with that first sabotage that was like probably my fifth match on the indies or something like that oh wow so yeah it was it was very new maybe maybe five maybe a little more but yeah so it was um it was another like kind of vote of confidence type situation from them and i i think we have a really good relationship like we went to texas and all that kind of stuff and yeah it's just a, a good company to work for I'm seeing a lot of trends in these votes of confidence, and I totally yeah. understand that. I get it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so another thing, um, we know that you um, wrestled Taya Valkyrie, who we've seen um, on Lucha Underground um, and Future Stars of Wrestling. Can you kind of talk about that experience as well? Yeah, that another company that is awesome, uh, FSW, Future Stars of Wrestling, uh, and another vote of confidence type situation. <laughs> so uh, I, because I worked for them a couple of times, and then they had like a situation where someone wasn't going to be at the show, and he hit me up about wrestling tie, and I was like, uh, yes, please. Uh, so <laughs> doing the match, she's really amazing, uh, and has like a total grasp on what she's doing, and it was really helpful for me because I haven't had the opportunity to wrestle a lot of bigger names yet, um, just because I haven't been um, going out to the East Coast where a lot of them live. Uh, and so that was a good opportunity for me to really learn from someone that's been in the business for longer than me and has traveled the world more than me. You, we've talked about, you know, your match with, with Ruby Rays was the match of your career that you submitted for Rise. Um, but you've had a lot of matches since then. If you had to pick just one, a single match that is the highlight of your career, um, which one would you pick and why? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. <laughs> we gotta ask tough um, questions. I know. It's so hard because it's one of those things where it's like, well, what's your favorite movie? Well, I like a million different movies for a million different reasons. So, like, I have matches that I really like for a bunch of different reasons. But I would say I had one recently at Future Stars of Wrestling myself and my fiance Douglas James against Jacob Austin Young and Hudson Envy that I felt really good about and I think that the story was there as well as all the moves and everything and everything just felt awesome and then my other one is against Darwin Finch at Santino Bros because it was kind of my coming out party of new confident Heather Monroe that gets to be kind of a bad girl and I got to be a little more confident and more myself in that match, I think. 
you mentioned that Shimmer is obviously a huge goal for you. Um, what other companies have your eye and who else would you love to work for? Um, yeah, Shimmer and Shine uh, are big ones. I would love to work for Beyond, uh, Wrestle Circus, you know, the big ones there. Um, yeah, those are kind of like, I, man, I just, there's a, like a lot, but those are kind of the ones that I've really been like paying attention to and wanting to be a part of. What, are you looking to do any more international travel wrestling related? Yeah, I mean, I would obviously like Japan is always something that would be awesome and stardom uh, and that kind of stuff. And just there's a lot going on in the UK right now, too, which would be cool because my sister lives over there, too. So it'd be like double whammy. Oh, that's awesome. But, <laughs> yeah, so the, I think the more that you can get your name out there and the more places that you can wrestle, the more people you can wrestle, the better you're going to be. So any opportunity like that, I would welcome with open arms. So let's go right off of that. Um, you know, there obviously are more and more people coming on to the wrestling scene. Um, is there anybody that you would love to be able to get in the ring with? Oh, my goodness. Hmm. <laughs> There's, like, my woman crush, wrestling woman crush has always been Kimberly. Yes. And so I would love it harder now. Uh, so, sure. <laughs> you know, uh, she's like my number one. That would be awesome. I would love to wrestle Candice LeRae. I think that'd be cool. I'm, I'm big Candice because I'm taller than her. Uh, <laughs> so that's what I'm called. Uh, yeah, I think those two, there's so many amazing women's wrestlers out there right now, too. Uh, and I'm excited for this women's tournament for the world to kind of see that women are doing it, you know? Yeah. Squared Circle Sirens is going to be sponsoring a match that you are in um, for EWE. Um, It's an intergender matchup between you and Jack Jameson. Yes. Talk a little bit about that. Well, this is both of our debuts in EWE. Oh, nice. So we've, we've never worked for them before, but, uh, yeah, I'm excited because I, I love women's wrestling and I love wrestling women, but I, my core is that wrestling men and doing intergender matches because that's all I was doing when I was training. So I, I have a leg up in that I've wrestled a lot of men as well as women. And, uh, so I think Jack Jameson's going to find out what girl power is all about at EWE, and I'm ready to bring it. So I'd like to kind of talk a little bit more about kind of your intergender experience as well. Um, So obviously intergender wrestling is a very polarizing thing. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of people have very strong opinions on intergender wrestling. Um, What are kind of your overall thoughts, both on your personal opinion with intergender wrestling, but also kind of this whole stigma around it, whatever you Well, so to go on a little feminist rant, I think that the reason that people don't like intergender wrestling is because their masculinity is fragile, and they (laughs) think that women women beating men in a fight like this means something, and it absolutely doesn't. And it's just so silly to me that we can't accept that 
everyone that's a pro wrestler is a straight up pro wrestler and it doesn't matter what gender they are and on top of that why do you like the big guy little guy story then if you're not going to believe for a second that a woman can beat a man it doesn't make you any sense to me. Yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me and it just i i can't get behind anyone that thinks that intergender wrestling shouldn't be happening because this is 2017 and get your shit together i i can't um, agree with that anymore because it's like especially i mean you hit the nail on the head with the with the big guy little guy thing Everyone loves the idea of, like, the Rey Mysterio beating the Big Show when that is – I mean, it's exactly – you know, Rey Mysterio if you want to look at it from a realistic perspective, what are the odds that Rey Mysterio is going to beat the Big Show? But if right. you're, you're going to set that aside, why are you not also going to set aside a woman being able to beat a man? Exactly, yeah. And I've been really lucky – so far because like I said Santino's is a really positive supportive environment and any guy that I've ever wrestled there hasn't even blinked an eye at anything that I want to do in a match or that I could beat them or they will hit me it doesn't matter like they were like she's a wrestler if you don't hit her as hard as you hit a guy then you're gonna get hit worse so it's it's like that's that needs to be the mentality anymore you know what I mean yeah we wholeheartedly support you. <laughs> yes. Um, so besides EWE's World Domination 2 on July 30th, um, where else can we see you up and coming? Um, what other bookings do you have that our fans can see you at? Um, I'm coming up in the near future on the 17th of June. I'm going to be wrestling Holiday at Cap's uh, Comic Palooza, Comic Con Palooza. Oops. Uh, and that's going to be in Riverside, California. Um, and then, man, June's kind of lame. Uh, then I'm going to be at LWP in, in L.A. on the 25th. Uh, and then, yeah, keep an eye out on my social media for dates in July and stuff like that. So on that note, where can our fans find you on social media? Heather is me is my Twitter handle and my Instagram. And then Heather Monroe on Facebook. Awesome. Well, Heather Monroe, thank you so much for taking the time out to chat with us. We really appreciate you taking the time out. And everybody listening at home, please go out and see Heather Monroe when you can. And if you're not following her on social media, you should be. Um, Heather, thank you so much. Thank you. Have thank a good you. night. Thanks.